it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Okay, welcome to week six, Summary of Pacific Down and Distance. Let's go through all the games. It's a bit shorter today because we've started with the buy rounds. So four teams sat this week out, meaning we've got two less games. We'll start with Sunday night football, which was the uh, the big NFC East showdown between Philly and Dallas. Uh, the match ended up being decided uh, in Philly's favour, 26-17. to 17. Philly go to 6-0 and after jumping Dallas early in this match and then out-dueling them. They actually got out to a 20-0 lead at halftime, all those points coming in the second quarter. But Dallas did haul it back to 2017. They just couldn't score again. Philly did have one more drive in them, one more touchdown drive. It was another fairly complete performance for the Eagles, who survived a massive third-quarter lull. But their defence had really done all the hard work in the first half. They get a bye next week. And look, they've got a pretty favourable schedule thereafter. So they'll be looking pretty solidly at the number one seeding in the NFC and a potential bye. For Dallas, um, they were the only NFC East team to lose this weekend. So it's probably going to feel like it's time to bring Dak Prescott back at quarterback. Uh, His injury looks like it's nearly healed. Nothing really wrong with Cooper Rush's game, but he did have two killer picks in the first half, which just meant they had too much ground to make up today. They host Detroit next week, followed by Chicago and a bye. The other big match of the day was uh, was on CBS uh, in America. It was the Bills at Chiefs, uh, replay of the epic divisional match from last year. And of course, the year prior, it was the uh, not-so-epic AFC Championship match. Uh, This one really was a titanic battle. It wasn't the shootout we were necessarily expecting. um, And it wasn't what we got in the divisional round, but it was just as engrossing. Uh, The the match was tight throughout. Uh, The Bills nosed ahead in the second half. Uh, They did actually find themselves down by three when the two-minute warning uh, hit. Uh, They had to do their their hard work in those last two minutes. But Josh Allen, he hit uh, 27 of, of 40 today, 329 passing yards, including... 13 straight completions at one point of the match, one stretch of the match anyway. He threw three uh, TDs today, and he rushed big as well when he needed to. So uh, big effort from him. The Bills' defense also did an amazing job on Patrick Mahomes too, uh, forcing intercepts on the first and last drives of the match. Uh, And there was a huge sack from superstar uh, 
Von Miller at a key moment as well. Not a disastrous match from the Chiefs by any stretch, but they were outscored when it mattered. The Bills get a bye next week. Uh, Kansas City go to San Fran. There were plenty of upsets today. I think we'll go through them in relative order. I've certainly got the New York Jets winning at Lambeau Field uh, as the biggest of them. Uh, it was 27-10. to 10. Uh, Absolute franchise-changing result for the Jets. They uh, only get to go to Lambeau once every eight seasons, the way that the draw works out with them being in different conferences. Uh, They're actually now the only team in the league that's undefeated on the road this year, other than than obviously the Eagles. The Jets' uh, defense won them a match. Last week's superstar, Sauce Gardner, again made a name for himself, um, not just on the field, but in some post-match antics as well, involving <laughs> hilarious, involving a, uh, a cheese headpiece. Uh, and I guess you'd argue some taunting of the Green Bay fans. But he wasn't alone. Uh, the Quinn and Williams also caused uh, the pack absolute havoc today. The, uh, you know, Zach Wilson didn't necessarily star for what it's worth. He had 110 passing yards, no passing touchdowns, but he had no intercepts, and he'll take confidence of what's been a pretty strong uh, winning streak since he returned. Uh, they go to Denver next week, the Jets. Green Bay are really struggling. Um, the Vikings, who we'll get to shortly, have pulled two games and a tiebreaker ahead of Green Bay in the NFC North now. Um, the Packers had three, nominally three straight home games. Obviously, one of them, the middle one, was in London. But all they've got to show from that stretch was the overtime win against the Patriots. So, pretty disappointing two defeats in a row against the two New York teams. Their off- offense was put under serious pressure today and just obviously couldn't handle it. Uh, then Their next match is in Washington, and they just badly need a win. The next big upset was uh, Baltimore at New York Giants, which was decided 24-20. So, funnily enough, the same scoreline as the Bills and Chiefs. Um, look, Baltimore, they uh, they have the red-hot MVP favorite in quarterback Lamar Jackson, but they're only 3-3, three and three, and they've blown big leads in all three of those defeats this year. Their, Lamar had 210 passing yards and 77 rushing yards, so he still had a big game, but he uh, had a critical fumble late and an intercept. Uh, in, in an upshot for, for the Ravens, Kenyon Drake had his first big game for them with 119 rushing yards from 10 carries. For the Giants, um, Daniel Jones, their quarterback, continues to be workmanlike. He had 173 passing yards, two touchdowns. And Saquon Barkley's uh, quasi-comeback continues to be uh, to continue a pace. He had 83 rushing yards thrown in as well. Uh, the big play for the Giants from the day came from their defense with number five a draft pick, first round pick five, Kayvon Thibodeau, who forced a fumble from Lamar Jackson late in the game that ended up winning the match for them. Baltimore hosts Cleveland next week, who are only one game behind them, uh, despite being pretty ordinary. Uh, the Giants go to Jacksonville. Now, uh, the next game, also an upset, Atlanta hosting San Francisco. So the Niners were 14, the Falcons 28. Big win, great all-round team win for ATL, um, who put behind them a really tough refereeing call last week in Tampa Bay that you could argue cost them to match to really dominate a well-fancied 49ers outfit today. Uh, Their quarterback, Marcus Mariota, had one of his best games for the franchise. He completed every pass bar one. Uh, that was late in the match too. He didn't have an intercept. Kyle Pitts, who's been a bit sluggish this year, he had a, he also bounced back with a touchdown. 
And the Falcons are back to three and three. They're only behind the Bucks on tiebreak now, of course, from last week's uh, controversial finish. And uh, they've still got Cordell Patterson to come back into the team. Uh, they've got a big game next week, though. It's a trip to uh, Cincinnati. For the 49ers, look, they had a lot of big names missing from their defense. So Armstead, Bosa, Kinlaw, and Mosley. So they have been doing it tough. Uh, but they were on the back foot from the get-go here. They actually conceded a touchdown in the opening drive, and they didn't score at all in the second half. Uh, Brendan Ayuk scored both their touchdowns. He had a big day out. They've got a big match next week. We mentioned it before. They host Kansas City uh, on Sunday night in a huge... Uh, sorry, it's not Sunday night. It's during the day, but it's a, a replay of Super Bowl 54. Uh Mentioned Cincinnati just before. They are on a winning streak too now. So they had a win against New Orleans down in, in the Bayou, down in Louisiana, 30-26. Uh, to 26. Game-winning drive from Joe Burrow to seal a brave effort for the Bengals in in his return and his teammate Lamar Chase uh, to Louisiana after both of them had stellar, sorry, stellar college careers at LSU. Uh, they celebrated the return by connecting seven times uh, for 132 yards and two touchdowns, including the play of the day when Chase ran 60 yards after a catch uh, to seal it. Now, NOLA were well in the game. They certainly weren't, um, you know, played out of it, and they were leading until that final drive. They combined for um, uh, well more than 200 rushing yards. In fact, Alvin Kamara had 99, Mark Ingram had 46, Taysom Hill had 36, and there was a one play from Rashid Shahid, uh, which was a jet sweep that went for a touchdown um, for 44 yards. So that's a significant rushing contribution. Uh, but ultimately, it was a failed revenge match for their uh, standing quarterback, Andy Dalton, who had a pretty sh- strong career with the Bengals earlier in his career. The Bengals, I mentioned they host ATL next week. Uh, NOLA are on Thursday night football, so short backup at Arizona. And they're only recently back from a London trip, the uh, the Saints. So they've got a lot of football uh, in a short period of time and a lot of travel. The next game was Miami uh, uh, hosting the, the Vikings, Minnesota Vikings. Unfortunately for Miami, they lost this game, third loss in a row. Uh, but we'll start with the Vikings. Uh, it was 24-16, a huge day for Minnesota. They're now two games atop their division, plus a tiebreak. Uh, they were also the only team to win in the NFC North this week, noting Detroit had a bye, but the Bears and Green Bay lost. Uh, it's now Minnesota's turn for a bye. The, uh, th- it was a solid performance from them. Uh, Delvin Cook ran 77 yards. Justin Jefferson caught 107 yards, Kirk Cousins threw for 175, and Adam Thielen uh, had his 51st career touchdown, which is uh, getting right up there for uh, Vikings history. Look, originally they would have been dreading this fixture when the Miami got out of the uh, blocks uh, sharper earlier in the season and had uh, were 3-0, and including beating the Ravens and the Bills, but Miami's just had absolute chaos at quarterback since then, and that continued today. Their third-choice quarterback was uh, Skylar Thompson. He ended up getting injured in his starting debut, which brought on Bridgewater, um, who was better. Uh, Thompson didn't play super well today, but just didn't quite um, get things going enough. Uh, the real costly play for the Dolphins was actually a fumble by Jalen Waddle, having already caught uh, the ball and was on the run. 
He managed to fumble it in the tackle on Minnesota's 28-yard line late in the match. Uh, it was a promising drive, and it was his second error of the game or second turnover. They got desperate after that and folded quickly. So 3-3 three and three now after starting 3-0. and oh, They really do need Tua back ASAP, and uh, they're playing uh, a now-informed Pittsburgh that we'll get to in a second on Sunday night football next week. So I mentioned Pittsburgh. They hosted the Bucks today. Uh, they controlled the match and won it 20-18. to 18. Uh, They had a 20-12 lead until the Bucks uh, got a late touchdown and uh, tried for a two-point conversion that they met, uh, missed. This was the real redemption story of the day. It was Mitch Trubisky back... Sorry, I'll say that again. Mitch Trubisky back in at quarterback uh, for Pittsburgh. He came on midway through the third quarter after a concussion to Kenny Pickett, who had replaced him. Uh, among Trubisky's highlights in that sort of quarter and a half that he was on, it was 144 uh, passing yards, a, a TD, uh, two critical completions to key wide receiver Chase Claypool, uh, both on third and long. Uh, and Trubisky also had a quarterback, sorry, quarterback sneak late in the game to ice it right at the end. Uh, so big, big contribution from him. For Tampa, Brady threw uh, 25 completions out of 40 passes for 243 yards but you'd probably call it a frustrating day all round they were uh, four from 14 on third downs uh, one from four in the red zone um, red zone conversions and they also muffed a, a, a butchered a two-point attempt uh, and they had four separate three and outs so not really um, a great day for the for the Bucks. Pittsburgh are on Sunday night football like I mentioned a moment ago against Miami or at Miami uh, the Bucks are going to go to their own uh, divisional rivals, Carolina, who are struggling, and we'll get to them shortly too. All right, so we've got uh, four games to go. So into the late slot for the next two, Arizona 9 at Seattle 19. Both teams went into this match uh, 2 and 3, and they're obviously divisional rivals in the NFC West. Big win for Seattle in the end, who had a new star on offense today. Kenneth Walker III, a running back, who rushed for 97 yards and a key touchdown towards the end of the match that kind of broke it open. Uh, they've, they've you know, been a bit short with uh, injuries in, at running back, so it's big for them to have a new star there. They also had a new star on defense as well. Cornerback Tariq Woolen making an intercept for the fourth straight game. Now, he's a rookie, so that's pretty rare. He also had a key fumble recovery off the Cardinals, uh, off the Cardinals fumble. Their next game is uh, somewhere they know well, SoFi Stadium, but it's not against the Rams. It's actually against the Chargers. Look, this match probably summed up Arizona's season. I know it feels like we've said that for three or four weeks in a row now, but uh, they had three failed attempts on uh, on fourth downs in field goal range, so they left nine points on the board there, as well as a critical fumble at one point and uh, a missed uh, point after a touch after their their one and only touchdown. So a total of ten points uh, was the difference between the two teams uh, in the end. Uh, that's going to raise the pressure on their coach, Cliff Kingsbury, big time. They're going to need to win Thursday night football, which is uh, mentioned earlier. Is, at home uh, against the, the Saints on uh, this coming Thursday. So short turnaround for them, but so their home game must win. The other Sunday uh, Sunday after the late slot Sunday afternoon game was Carolina at the Rams. Um, look, I think the best way to describe this is banana skin avoided for the Rams. They had a sluggish start. 
and late in the second quarter, Stafford actually threw a pick six. Now, that gave uh, the, the Carolina the lead. Uh, they did um, hold the Panthers scoreless after that. They had six players rack up rushing yardage today too, so that'll be encouraging, as well as the fact that Allen Robinson uh, did have a touchdown reception. The Rams get a bye next week. It's probably a good time for them to recharge. Now, as for the Panthers, they sacked their coach, uh, their head coach in, in the uh, fire, their head coach in, in between our last episode and this one. Forget any thoughts of a dead cat bounce, though. They are an absolute hot mess right now, the Panthers. Their only touchdown was that one I just mentioned that came from their defense. And let's be honest, their t- key talking point today was an altercation between their uh, wide receiver, Robbie Anderson, and their wide receiver's coach. Uh, and they couldn't put the fire out on that debate, to be honest. The only way they get the, the uh, warring forces to stay apart was to uh, was when their head co- interim head coach, Steve Wilkes, sent the player to the lockers. Uh, and to be honest, uh, probably a likely trade this week. That's a big headline to watch for. Not much else to discuss with the Panthers. They play Brady and Tampa next week, and uh, it's, you've got to be uh, assuming here that it's going to be a week full uh, of speculation of uh, possible trades with uh, people like McCaffrey and, of course, Robbie Anderson. Uh, uh, to lead, lead that discussion, we'll see how it shakes out. Two games to go. Uh, the New England Patriots... At Cleveland, it was a massive win for the Patriots. They're building quietly, two wins in a row, uh, and before that was that overtime loss at Lambeau Field. So they're building some momentum in a tough division. Rookie quarterback Bailey Zappi, who debuted in that Green Bay match, he threw 24 uh, completed passes out of 34 and 309 passing yards today, as well as two touchdowns, so that's encouraging. The Patriots' defense also had a big day out, conceding only 70 rushing yards, and Cleveland were only able to get uh, four of their 15 third downs converted, and that also meant they were well and truly outnumbered in time of possession. So for the Patriots, they host Chicago on Monday night next week, uh, representing a big chance to sort of have a a say on their division. Now, just on Cleveland... Big problems for them. They were not competitive today, and they're now bottom of the division with a big hole at quarterback until Deshaun Watson's suspension ends. Now, they'll be desperate for to get him back, but I feel like that will create a new set of problems with the negative headlines it'll come with. But just back to Cleveland as a team. They've lost three in a row. There was a lot of criticism of their tactics today, uh, especially under underutilizing Nick Chubb. They are headed to Baltimore next week. Um, now, you could look at that as an opportunity. Uh, they're only one game behind Baltimore, so if they were to beat them, they'd be ahead on uh, on a tiebreaker, but that's about the, the most uh, positive spin you can put on it. Last game of the week, AFC South battle between Jacksonville and Indianapolis. Now, it was won uh, on the last... Uh, it was won 34-27 to 27 by the Colts. Uh, was the last drive of the game where they got that touchdown, though. They're definitely running, riding their luck, the Colts. They've had uh, wins against uh, Kansas City and Denver that were both very, very fortuitous. Uh, but this season is now getting on track. Uh, that's three and a half wins from six games. Matt Ryan, uh, who's their incoming veteran quarterback, he had a whale of a day today. He threw for 389 yards from 42 completions. Three touchdowns and probably, most pleasingly, no intercepts. 
There was a key play towards the end of the game where Ryan found Alec Pierre deep, uh, who ran in for a go-ahead touchdown. That'll get a lot of replays. Uh, fellow attackers, uh, Michael Pittman, another wide receiver, and Dion Jackson were also critical today. Jacksonville have had a promising season that's sort of slipping away. They're losing games they should be winning, but there were some encouraging signs today. Three running, uh, sorry, three running backs having 50 yards or more. That's definitely going to be uh, tough to manage for their opponents in coming weeks. Trevor Lawrence can also take heart from a, a clean game at the very least. He had seven turnovers in the prior two weeks, weeks four and five, so a clean game will be good for his confidence. They host the Giants next week. The Colts go to Tennessee for their second straight uh, AFC South rematch, uh, having already played the Jags twice. They will have played the the Titans twice by the end of week eight as well. Uh, the Titans are coming off a bye, so we'll see how that we go there. All right, that's the end of week six. Now, I did mention last week a little teaser that there might be a big production uh, development coming. It is coming, so it will happen this week. I'll have more to say on that next week, but just be mindful that the show might look a little different in your feeds. Just keep an eye out for it, um, and it's all exciting stuff. Have a great week, and we'll chat to you in week seven. Social Podcast Network. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger. For the ones who get it done.